Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. Welcome to Detroit, Michigan and Little Caesars Arena. I think one of the most spectacular arenas in all of hockey. Drew, I, I know you agree with this, but this is one of the best places to broadcast a game. Yeah. But I'm walking around this building this morning. It's one of the greatest buildings for fans. It really is. It's, it's phenomenal what they've done with this building. What they did, apparently, was they took a little bit of something from every other rink in the league. There was something that worked, something that they liked, and they, they put it in. Like the, the broadcast gondola for us, over the ice, really good location. The dressing room um, where it's fantastic but they've got the history here as well um the suites it's 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 a really terrific building and the location outstanding facility they really they've really done this nice they have a really nice job and and it's they want to get of course the same atmosphere that they used to have at joe lewis and olympia stadium before that i mean these are iconic buildings in the history of the game and of course the red wings are a team that are on their way back but they're going through a process that I think Sharks fans have got to get used to, and that is that they have to stay patient with their young players, which they've done. Uh, they've integrated guys into the lineup. They're getting good coaching, and uh, they're rising in the standings ever so steadily. Yeah, and I, I like we just we just listened to Coach Derek Lalonde, who um, had great success as assistant coach, associate coach in uh, Tampa Bay with the Lightning, and talked about one thing that, he's trying to do and making sure that the team does as well is judge the team on themselves be where their feet are try not to get too involved in looking at the standings and looking around the league judge yourself on your performance and on what you've been doing and are you getting better and are you progressing in other words the standings are not necessarily the judge of where you are and where you're progressing are they no they're not and it's the way you're playing now of course, everybody wants to make the playoffs, without a doubt. Everybody, that's these are professional athletes and teams, and and the coaches, you're in it to win. But you have to be able to base the game on, or base your team on, are we doing what we want? Where are we doing things right? Where are we doing things wrong? And where can we get better? And that's what Detroit is trying to do. It's what Steve Eisenman did in um, Tampa, building that team to a championship team. And he's trying here in Detroit. And it's something that Mike Greer and his, his management and coaching staff are trying to start with the Sharks. Well, one thing's for sure. We got a familiar face over there. Bob Bugner we saw this morning. and It was really good to see him. I think that uh, what Derek Lalonde said about him this morning was, was perfect, that how much he adds to this team. And it's what he did with the San Jose Sharks for a couple of years. 
You can't beat experience, can you? Right? Nope. Now Bob's got it as a player. Bob's got it as an assistant coach. Bob's got it as a head coach. And he's really helped Derek Lalonde um, staying where his feet are um, and trusting his eyes and looking at, you know, these are, these are the things we're doing well. These are the things we need to work on. Um, that's, uh, we had a good talk with Bob this morning. Uh, talking about he and David Quinn. They know each other a little bit because they were recruiting some of the same guys when David was at uh, BU and Bob was coaching Windsor. Uh, they were trying to recruit all the good players and they would run, each other, run, run through each other and, and competing for those guys. That was a nice conversation. It's good to see Bob. Bob's a great man. Uh, what a wonderful person he is. He terrific coach and um, old school hockey through and through. We've really been lucky in San Jose the last few years, actually through the whole 30-plus years of history with all the coaches we've worked with, haven't we? Yeah, really have. I mean, we've been so fortunate, you know, from George Kingston to uh, even Kevin. Kevin was a rough-and-tumble guy, but um, certainly a good man. Um, Jimmy Wiley for a short term. Daryl was, was unique and interesting. Todd, Ronnie Wilson, you can ask for a better guy. Todd McClellan, Pete DeBoer, and... Bob and now David Quinn. We've been very fortunate in San Jose to have the quality of people. But that's hockey, right? I mean, hockey, we we get the great thing about the game of hockey is that they're just they're good people here. If you're a hockey guy, that means you're a good guy. That means that you care about other people. You care about your team. It means you care about the job you do. We've had a lot of good hockey people around us. Well, that brings us right to where we have to be today against the Red Wings. The Sharks have to look at their feet and see where they are. And where they're looking at right now is not a good place. After the game against the Bruins, after the game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, there was a thought that this road trip would get San Jose to take another step forward after the Dallas game. But we've really seen some regression. And it does happen with teams. And it's, you know, it's not through any any thing that they're neglecting it's just through the way that the game progresses and things start to go wrong I think everything in this in a respect of it, of it went wrong in the Boston game in that from the very moment that the puck was dropped the Bruins were focused they were intense they were they were shrinking the ice they were getting goaltending they were doing everything and the Sharks were kind of scrambling and they they have to stop scrambling they can't scramble against the Red Wings remember this game back in November Eric Carlson had four points in that game. That was the good news. The bad news is that they were very scrambly, and Detroit took advantage of those little things and won seven to four. So here's a, this is a tipping point game, don't you think? Agreed. Um, you know, you could look at the Boston game. Okay, the Boston Bruins are the best team in the league. That's, that's why they won. They got so much talent. Yeah, they do. But you and I talked about it. I know you and Brett talked about it. Randy and I talked about it. Is that the way the Boston Bruins play the way that they play, away from the puck, with the puck. Everybody is involved in that game. All five guys are doing the right things. They play a hard brand of hockey in order to be the best team in the league. And you're right with the Sharks. They, they were scrambling. They, you're right with the Sharks as far as this game. Like Right now we can hear David Quinn. He's just telling the guys, wake up here right now. He's trying to get them focused and get them ready to go for tonight's game. This is a tipping point because... You have a very, very real possibility if you're looking at the way that the this series, this this road trip goes out. If you don't win this game, you got to try to get two on back-to-backs against Carolina, Pittsburgh. That's not easy. So this is a you got to get. I like what you talked about. Get their game going, game with some traction and some discipline in the way that they play. 
Makes me wonder who's going to be in the lineup, and we're kind of taking a look here. You don't always tell from, from the morning skate. Uh, th this coaching staff I, I generally doesn't like to give away their lineup too much. You find out a little bit more about practice, but I'm, I'm just noticing right now that some of the lines have changed around a little bit here. Looks like uh, Matt Nieto was playing with Nico Sturm, and I'm wondering if Yevgeny Svechnikov is going to get back in. Yeah, it looks, or like, it looks like Yevgeny might get back in. Is that, is that Azimont with them? And then I can't really tell, but here's the thing. The reason why we can't tell is because we're getting old. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing for me. What needs to happen with this team tonight is the leaders need to show up, Danny. Tomas Hurdle, where you been? Logan Couture, where you been? Alexander Barabanov has played two bad games in a row. Eric Carlson's played well. Timo Meyer's still scoring. Um, but they need more from their top guys. The top guys have got to start showing up. Well, that's that's the key story. And right now it looks like, I'm, I'm, did, did I just see Tomas Hurdle, Jonah Gadjevich, and Kevin LeBanc on one line? Yes. That's interesting. Yes, it is. But, you know, are you winning? You're not winning with the lineup you got. I mean, with the lines you've been thrown out there. So David Quinn, maybe he's, I don't know, he's either shaking them up this morning or he's, he's they're just running three guys. I'm not sure. But it looks to me like, these are the lines that are going. Look like uh, Barabanov, Couture, Acemont. Yeah. Then over here, we've got what? Noah Gregor, yeah. Stephen Lawrence, yeah. and is that Lindblom? Yeah, yeah. So the third and fourth lines have been fine. But, you know, honestly, who's been the best player for the San Jose Sharks to me consistently this year is, is Nico Stern. Like, you could, you, Nico has been up and down the lineup, and he's been terrific no matter where he's been. So. I, I like the fact that uh, we're looking at maybe they're shaking things up. Well, that's going to be interesting, and we're going to be on the air at 3.30 on the Sharks Audio Network with all of the exciting play-by-play -play coverage. This is a big game. Remember, the Sharks are 0 for 2 on this trip. They need to get a victory tonight in order to make sure that they go into that back-to-back -back set of games with an opportunity to stay even on this series. And they want to end a three-game losing streak on the road. We'll have it all for you. Right now, that's it for our morning skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.